How can you achieve and maintain business growth? Harvard Business School Executive Education is now accepting applications for a new program, Driving Profitable Growth. Taking place in Boston from October 25th through the 28th, this program focuses on business expansion and organizational growth strategies that can lead your company into the future. Learn more about this three-day program for senior leaders by visiting hbs.me growth. That's hbs.me growth. You are Locked On Bucks, your daily podcast on the Milwaukee Bucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked on Sadness. Shoot, did that wrong. Um, Welcome to Locked on Depression. Ah, Shoot. Welcome to Locked on Why on Earth Am I a Fan of the Milwaukee Bucks. One more time. Welcome to Locked on Bucks. I'm Eric Name, Frank Madden. Yeah. You kind of made me laugh there for a second. (laughs) I'm, I'm hoping... Hoping that we can somehow uh, find some way to laugh through all of this pain. I uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, we we're obviously uh, recording after the Bucks have lost uh, again to the streaking Miami Heat, but nobody cares about that because um, all we care about is Jabari Parker going down with what appeared to be another. Um, potentially serious, major, horrifying knee injury uh, in the second half tonight. And um, I don't know. I mean, we obviously don't know much. They gave the boilerplate, you know, sprained knee, which they always do. It, you know, a sprain is a can be a, a complete tear. It can be, you know, stretching. It, it doesn't really tell us much of anything. So um, after the game. I guess there's really no no end of, of, of weirdness around this game, um, and and I think maybe the game itself was the least weird part of it all. But John Hammond confirmed that he would have an MRI tomorrow, and they were not um, providing any other information. Jason Kidd was not around for whatever reason, um, and I, I don't know. I mean, I saw the the only thing else that we know about Jabari's injury, which I think is by far the most important thing here, is John Henson had that comment. I, mean, I think. You were in the locker room, right? Yeah. I don't know if you were talking to Henson at the uh, time. Yeah, it was my question. Um, okay. So I just kind of asked, um, you know what? Let's let's just play it. I, I, I'll yeah. throw it in here, and, and you guys can all take a listen to it. I, I don't know if anyone else has posted up this audio, um, but I'll just let you listen to my question, and you can you can hear Henson's response to it. It looked like you guys all ran over there pretty quickly. Yeah. Did it just look like something? The look on his face? Or? Uh, when teammates down, you know, um, you know, you're supposed to run out there and just check him see if he's okay. Um, you know, he was yelling the whole time. We just kind of hyperextended. I just hyperextended. It's cool. Um, so, uh, you know, hopefully that's what the case is. I, I guess the the one interesting thing is when Henson says something about he was yelling, and then he says the words. It was just a hyperextension. I'm good. It's cool. What, whatever he ends up saying. Um, the, Charles Garner and I were talking about it back and forth. That is it. He was yelling, period, and then the words, and then saying. I guess so. He was yelling, whatever obscenities, etc. And then, period. It's just hyperextended. I'm cool. It's good. Um, 
was it that or was he literally yelling I'm it's just a hyperextension it's cool I'm good they they would be very different things but uh, you can kind of try to take your own path on that and try to figure out exactly how it went down obviously it's not something we'll ever have an answer to um but I I don't think you could really expect much different from someone uh, that that has an injury like that other than to say I know I know sometimes guys will say oh I heard a pop but you normally don't you don't get that answer until later it's normally whenever the the next press conference can be with that player or a week down the road, a month down the road, a year down the road that, yeah, I heard a pop and I knew something was wrong or something like that. Um, so so like you said, it, it's maybe a, a small sliver of hope that it's not more serious, but coming from the the player that got hurt, uh, I don't I don't think you can necessarily think like, oh, He's for sure good. It was it was just a it was a small hyperextension and uh, a knee sprain, and he'll be fine. Um, yeah, and I think timing matters here because um, I think the first time I I saw the quote, it was implied that he said it as he was leaving the court. But when I saw the video of Henson, it's I thought he said that it was like when he was on the ground, and then you know he tried to get up and yeah. he, he couldn't. He he basically like had to. It looked like he was considering trying to put weight on his leg to, as to like let his teammates pick him up, you know, kind of brace himself and then and then get up and and then he he didn't he thought better of it and I think his teammates thought better of it and so you know again it'd be one thing if he was saying oh it's a hyperextension you know in the locker room after he's had a chance to try to walk it off a little bit but yeah. that, that's that's certainly not what it seems like it happened it seems like as you're you know as you're suggesting that you know maybe he tried to convince himself while he was on the ground that it was just a hyperextension which can i mean a hyperextension can also lead to a torn acl but um i mean but there's not much to say at this point other than i mean i'm i'm just gonna assume the worst because it looked very bad and his yep. reaction to it and his inability to put any weight on it was very similar to to what you, you know, often see with guys who who tear their acl so um you know i mean again we don't want to just completely bum people out but um i, I don't know I, I mean i'm not going to sit here and act like uh, i'm expecting to hear good news from from this mri nor you know normally you hear that trainers can usually inspect a knee for an acl and get a good read on it um without you know pr- before an mri um you know we haven't heard anybody say anything about that um for, for better or worse uh so, so I don't know. All we can do is wait and, you know, I'll, I'll be assuming the worst. And obviously if it is another, you know, ACL or another kind of major season ending knee injury, um, you know, you almost forget about basketball because basketball will be very far away from, from Jabari Parker for some time. Um, you know, it took him about, I think about 11 months from the injury to, to getting back on the court last time, um, this happened. And, you know, you can only imagine it's, this is the same knee we're talking about. And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, the you know, we're, we're in uncharted territory. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what the injury is. And, um, you know, the impact on the Bucks is obviously enormous because how do you build around, you know, a, a guy who just potentially suffered another major knee injury? Uh, for Jabari, I mean, he was in line to get a $100 million extension this summer. I mean, all that kind of goes out the window for now. 
So, um, you know, just the, the, the effect of this is, is just massive. And I think the least, the least of it is, is on the very near term and what the Bucks are up against now for the rest of the season, because I think it's, uh, it's just such a much bigger, broader potential issue for the Bucks and in, in kind of the grand scheme of, of what they're trying to build here. The, there's a lot to think about going forward, but I'd be lying if I didn't say that I just have emotion right now. Like, that's it. Like, I know there's there's deeper, more critical thoughts to be had, but I I just can't feel anything other than sadness for this kid. Like, to to come back from an ACL and and you know maybe I say all this and and tomorrow we find out that it was just a knee sprain and he's he'll be back in a couple of weeks maybe we do find that out but right now the the only thing I can think of is this kid just just tore up his knee for a second time and he recovers from it once and I mean that's that's impressive enough for anyone to to come back and play as strong as he did this season. And obviously we, we have discussions about his defense and whether or not he's, he's a long-term fit, whatever, man, I, I don't even care. But just to see that kid suffer that injury so early in his career, come back, rehab it, and then go out and average 20 points a night, six rebounds, couple assists. Like he was, he wasn't an all-star quite yet, but man, he, he was certainly getting close to being on the verge of one. And it, it's just brutal. It's tough. It's tough to think of anything other than what Parker may be feeling at this moment and what, what could be going through his mind because it's just brutal. He's, he's a nice kid and, He's worked hard to to get back where he is and to have this happen again. I'm, I mean, no one deserves to to tear an ACL once, but to do it twice or whatever a, a serious injury may be, to have two serious knee injuries, if that ends up being the case, uh, it's just brutal. Yeah, I mean, all you can do is is cross your fingers for for Jabari, and I think first and foremost as a person, right? You just don't you don't want to see anyone, let alone somebody that that you know generally everybody speaks so highly of as a person have to go through this once let alone twice and um you know as bucks fans we can kind of then also selfishly think of it from you know the franchise's perspective and what a uh, a cruel blow it would be for this team again um you know you think about where they were a month ago and um you know maybe to kind of turn the page a little bit here um given we don't know much more at this point um you know, a month ago, this team was flying high. Giannis on his way to being an all-star starter. Jabari having a very nice season. Um, a lot of positivity with the team playing well. And, and tonight we saw, unfortunately, a very lifeless basketball team. And, you know, I, I think um, the, the strangeness of kid not answering questions after the game notwithstanding, I mean, I think, you know, just from what you saw on the court, I mean, it's just kind of easy to wonder – you know, has Jason Kidd just sort of lost this team entirely when when they come out after multiple days of rest against a team that has won 11 straight, a team that you know the Bucks need to beat to to you know reestablish themselves in in the Eastern Conference right now. And um, I, I just saw no, you know, just didn't seem like the Bucks were were really 
that that interested in this game. I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it. I mean, I mean, even Giannis defensively was just just he just seemed it. It, it almost seemed, it, it's like weird because we're going to view this game through the the lens of the Jabari Parker injury, but they kind of looked glum and lifeless like well before that. And you know, with everything that's going on with this team, with Chris Middleton coming back tonight, um, Chris Middleton didn't go down in a heap and re tear his hamstring it appears so at least that didn't happen but um I, I don't know it's just a really unimpressive performance and i know the heat have won a bunch of games but um you know anybody using that as an excuse for for the way the bucks played tonight i'm just not really buying it i, I just you know again it's just another really underwhelming performance i thought and i don't think it really particularly reflects well on anybody with this franchise right now yeah, I feel like if you take the the scoreboard, the ticker, whatever you want to call it, off of the screen, and I show you a clip from the first quarter, and I show you a clip from the fourth quarter, I don't think you'll be able to tell me which one, other than if Jabari Parker's on the floor running around, I don't think you'll be able to tell me which one came before or after the injury. They, they looked as bad before the injury as they did after the injury and you thought okay maybe there's a chance they can come back in the second half it's something that they've done uh in in the last couple weeks and obviously you have the injury and then it it just doesn't happen but yeah lifeless is is a good way to describe their performance Uh, i mean what was it 17 to 2 to start the game uh so a 17 to 2 start and it, it yeah, it, it doesn't reflect well on anyone in this franchise. And uh, throughout the game, if just watching Giannis, like you said, defensively he made some mistakes, and there's a James Johnson blow by, and uh, th- there's box outs missed everywhere uh, throughout the game, and uh, j- just watching uh, just watching Giannis's body language after after some of the rebounds they give up, after some of the baskets they give up, it it, it just wasn't it just wasn't good. It, it, doesn't appear to be a, a healthy situation for for anyone on that roster and like you said it, do, it doesn't it doesn't reflect well on anyone there's not someone on that roster I'd feel comfortable picking out and saying you know what they they brought it tonight maybe Middleton maybe I'd be okay with saying Chris Middleton looked fine uh but the rest of the squad it it just wasn't good yeah, I mean, you know, Giannis kind of salvaged tonight with 22 on 15 shots, uh, eight boards. Um, but everything just seemed so hard. I mean, it, it really just uh, – you, you think about even what you saw from this team uh, in Phoenix uh, in the first quarter. You think about what you saw from this team uh, in Denver in, in the second half. Um, you at least saw engagement. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and a sense that, like, they could ratchet up what they were trying to do for periods but i mean tonight like you know they get down to a big lead and they you know kind of get get into the game a little bit and then goran dragic gets by his man and there's literally nobody in the paint who even rolls over to to contest a shot you know which Brutal. which is not which is not the usual complaint we have about this bucks defense right i mean normally we we complain about that they over collapse and <laughs> and give up all these open threes and tonight i mean it was just you know multiple examples of just it's just like you know where where is the defense in in just in terms of helping out and preventing uh guys from getting to the rim unimpeded so 
um, you know, I think that's just, again, we're, we're past bad schemes and we're, we're into, you know, there, there is no scheme right right now, you know, like, and, and that's even worse than having a, a, a poorly conceived scheme is one that, that just, you just can't tell what guys are doing period. And, and so, um, I think, you know, again, that, and that's not, that's not an excuse of Jason Kidd. I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of broadening the scope of the problem, I think, uh, in, in ways that are even more concerning, I think, because it's one thing if guys are, you know, working hard and, um, you know, uh, the bucks are just trying to do something that isn't going to work right now. I mean, I don't even know what the bucks are trying to do sometimes, you know, it's just kind of hard to watch. And you wonder if these guys, I don't know. I mean, you just wonder where these guys heads are at, at times. And, um, and, and obviously tonight with the injury in the second half, um, I don't know. I mean, it, the air kind of seemed to go out of the building at that point. But oh, it did. But I also don't know how much air there was in the building before that. <laughs> to be honest, Agreed. no. I, I tweeted something very similar to that during the game that it, it didn't feel like there was much energy in the BC before the injury, and if there, if there was any left after it, it, it had certainly it had certainly gone out the window. And yeah, I, I do think that's. The idea that obviously we we've talked about the scheme and problems with that and giving up corner threes and all those things, but um, throughout the season, I, I don't I don't necessarily know that though energy and effort is, is often complained about, um, I don't know that it's necessarily a huge problem. I don't I don't know if there was a lot of nights where there were certainly some nights. Don't get me wrong, where they they simply didn't bring it and, and weren't ready to go. And I think we could blame that on being young, but this seems like a, a totally different type of not bringing it, like just not being in it, not being active, not being interested in being in it or active. And um, yeah, it, it's, it's concerning to watch this team. Like you said, that it's not even that it's not even that there's not a, it's not even just the scheme. It, it's going above and beyond that. It's trying to figure out, what kind of motivation you could have to do the things that you're doing and maybe the motivation that you don't have, maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe they, they've just kind of lost their way and Jason Kidd has lost them on the way. Um, and like you said, that would speak to, to even greater problems. And I think we talked about that a little bit last week that the, the thing Kidd has always had is good relationships with, with players and uh, being kind of a, a guy that the players get along with and he can still get energy out of, even if they, they aren't. And uh, we talked about the development of Giannis and Jabari, but if those guys start shutting them out, well then, then there's a serious problem. Yeah. I I don't, I don't know where, where this team goes. I think, you know, everybody's going to just be on edge with, with obviously the Jabari injury and, you know, presumably we'll find out tomorrow um, for, for better but i you know again my paranoia says most likely worse um what happens next and um and and i don't know what they do from here i mean to be honest i think you know let's let's wait maybe to to get the official word before we kind of go down the the rabbit hole of what comes next um you know i think the bucks they've been backsliding badly for for some time now and we we mentioned how they they do have a softer end to the uh schedule here leading into the all-star break um, but obviously a bad start here with, you know, again, and a pretty uncompetitive game at home, dropping to 500 at home. Um, they've been hugely disappointing. 
um, at the Bradley Center, which is even more damning given that they've had so many games at home. They've had such a home-heavy schedule, um, but you know, completely uh, biffing <laughs> that opportunity. And, and again, another example tonight. And um, didn't seem like guys were having fun even before uh, an injury to to obviously a guy that um, that means so much to the franchise. And you could kind of tell from some of these locker room interviews, you know, guys. You know, I think guys realize that that that, that could be very serious here. Um, what what Jabari is up against. So, so I don't know. We'll see. I mean, and and again, I'm I'm not even so much worried about the rest of this season. Um, and you know, but I think it, it kind of begs obvious questions. You know, if if you did lose Jabari Parker for a long for a long time, and you know, again, you're playing very poorly, and you don't look like you're headed to the playoffs. Um, what should this franchise be thinking moving forward? And Obviously, that touches upon coaching and, um, you know, the lottery and draft positioning and all this stuff that, that I'm sure the uh, people in charge of the franchise don't want to have to think about and didn't expect to be thinking about a month ago. But um, all of a sudden, uh, a lot of things are in play and there are a lot of kind of very open questions that I think have to be answered. All right. Um, let's go over the end of the game or the post game stuff, Frank. Um uh, I'll just kind of give my impression on everything that happened after the game. Jason Kidd did not address the media. Um, first time uh, that's ever happened. Um, there's certainly been nights where we've waited for a long time and then eventually got Kidd. Um, but th- it's never been a situation where Kidd hasn't talked to the media. Um, John Hammond came out and kind of discussed things. And when, when we were told that John Hammond would be addressing us uh, to me, that kind of seemed like an assumption, like, okay, well we're going to hear they already know something about Jabari or something like that, which would have, which have been very strange. Um, but still that's kind of what I was expecting. Hammond said that um, Andrew Wagner uh, ended up asking why Hammond was talking to the media, was talking to the media and not, not Jason Kidd, because obviously um, that's strange. Um, I've tweeted out the quote: "If you want, if you want to watch and get the proper context and feel um, like like you understand, kind of understand how things were said, rather than seeing them typed out, I would suggest going to uh, the Bucks Twitter account. They tweeted out the entire uh, availability that Hammond had, um, and I know some. I think some people are running a little bit with the." With the basketball, when he when Andrew asked him why he was talking to the media and not Jason Kidd, he said, "I'm sorry, we were discussing a basketball decision. It had nothing to do with the injury. We were just talking about basketball at that time. I know it's ironic timing like this, but really, it was nothing more than a basketball discussion. And um, something I would like to note is that it's it's not unusual for John Hammond to talk to Jason Kidd after games. That's uh, to me, that that's a regular occurrence. Uh, I I'm trying to think of the last night I didn't see John Hammond in in the balls of the Bradley Center after a game. So to me, that that didn't really stand out. Like me seeing John Hammond wasn't like, what is he doing down here? It, that it wasn't that way. Um, so it, again, like I said, I I will certainly underline how strange it is that we didn't get Jason Kidd that coaches are supposed to be available to the media after games um, and you're supposed to talk to them and we didn't get that opportunity tonight and we were giving John Hammond instead of Jason Kidd so I, I will fully admit uh, how strange of an occurrence that is um, but to me it, it felt more like 
everyone's trying to scramble on the Bucks with the Bucks, trying to figure out what's going on with Jabari. What can we say about Jabari? What can't we say about Jabari? What do we know about Jabari? Um, what's the timeline? Do we want to let people know what the timeline is when he's going to get an MRI? Any of those things. So, to me, I, I didn't think I didn't think there was anything nefarious behind it. I, I didn't think that. It meant that Jason Kidd is getting fired, that Jason Kidd has left town, that John Hammond and him gotten a fist fight. Or, like, there, there's nothing. To me, it, it didn't feel like anything other than, damn, we just lost our one of our, our major guys to possibly a serious injury. How are we going to deal with it? That's That was what I was thinking their mind frame was. Um, so... So hopefully that helps shed some light into the situation. I know um, my Twitter currently is freaking out and trying to figure out if Jason get his fired. But to me, it didn't seem like anything other than trying to figure out how to deal with the the Jabari Parker situation. That was, that was all I got. So um, I don't know from the outside what anything looks like to you, but that, that was kind of what I was thinking uh, after the game tonight. Yeah, it's definitely strange. I mean, my my first reaction was, well, Kid can't be fired because John Hammond doesn't have the authority to fire Jason Kidd. Yeah. <laughs> um, and although I suppose, I mean, again, given that that Kid is you know an ownership hire, and obviously there's always been this strange um, lack of defined hierarchy um, in terms of the Bucks basketball operations people. Uh, I don't know. I, I again, I did think it was weird. My first reaction was that maybe it was to discuss some sort of like trade, trade type related things, or or even just to discuss, um, you know, obviously the the problems that that we saw on the court tonight, or um, maybe you know, again, Jabari's injury made that um, a more pressing conversation than it might otherwise have been. So I, I don't know. But again, I think obviously the the weird part is is John Hammond addressing the media rather than Jason Kidd and. Um, that's that's not a normal thing. So um, I, I think certainly anyone who suggests that it could be indicative of um, a lack of harmony, that should certainly be possible. I, I don't, you know, again, given where this team is and um, the slide that they've been on, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of frustration in the organization. So uh, even if Jason Kidd has is, is not been fired or anything like that, um, which, again, there, we haven't seen any indication of that, um, you know, uh, it's not a great time for, for Jason Kidd. It's not a great time for, for John Hammond, not a great time for anyone involved with the Milwaukee Bucks organization. And that was even before, uh, before this injury happened. So, um, so I think there are probably going to be a lot of conversations and I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I mean, again, um, uh, there, there are more questions than answers right now. And it begins with Jabari Parker's health. And I, I guess, you know, I'd probably just leave it at that. And, um, you know, we can cross our fingers, but um, uh, it, I'll just say this. It's it's definitely a, a sad day for for Bucks fans. And, um, you know, I guess we'll just see what what tomorrow brings. Yeah. Um, it, and like I said, I would just reiterate the strangest thing about the postgame stuff was Hammond talking, not kid. Kid and Hammond talking postgame normal that's not that's not an unusual occurrence the unusual thing is is kid not talking and it is strange and unusual um so i I will note that but also say that the other things that occurred between 
a meeting, a basketball discussion, that's that's totally normal. Something that happens all the time with those two. Um, so we'll leave it at that. But like like you said, if you want to feel crummy, you want to feel sad, you want to feel a little bit depressed, you want to feel down that you somehow were born into being a Bucks fan, chose to be a Bucks fan, um, whatever it may be, go for it. Tonight, tonight's one of those nights, and I guess since this will come out on Thursday morning, today's one of those days, um, and we'll find out when we find out. I would assume probably sometime in the afternoon we'll we'll hear about the MRI results and kind of what what has happened there. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll be here to talk about it, and we'll at that point I think I'll be able to think about it more critically, um, and and not just have sadness around me and uh really feel for jabari parker and be hoping for the best for him so we will see what happens uh we'll talk to you tomorrow this has been locked on sadness slash depression slash a little bit of bucks a little bit of bucks um that was frank madden chipping in i'm eric name we'll talk to you tomorrow